Das Leben kann hektisch sein. Warum nicht dem Alltag entfliehen und in die magische Welt von Evermerge eintauchen? Evermerge ist ein magisches Land, das mit jeder Entdeckung größer und besser wird. Werde ein Merge Master. Baue und sammle einzigartige Gegenstände oder verschönere deine eigene wundersame Welt. Im Land von Evermerge gibt es immer etwas zu tun. Evermerge. Jetzt kostenlos im App Store herunterladen. And welcome to another episode of Went Smoke Kings Meadow, the podcast that talks exclusively about the WSL title winners and the Champions League finalists, Chelsea FC women, of course. Uh, I'm your host, Dean, and on this week's show, we are previewing that huge Champions League final taking place this Sunday against FC Barcelona. This is episode 24 of Went Smoke Kings Meadow, entitled Destiny Awaits. Uh, now, before we get started again, uh, Just want to shout out our Patreon. Um, if you want to sign up, the address to go to is www.patreon.com forward slash went to Kings Meadow. Uh, lots of content going on there over the summer. So if you want to keep listening to us during the um, summer break, that's the place you need to go to. Um, you know, we really appreciate any support that we can get you know, to continue this podcast and, and talking about the best team in the world, Chelsea FC Women. Uh, now, joining me this week, as ever, is my wonderful co-host, Jane. Uh, Jane, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. It is like two days ago since we last recorded. It's like too soon, but I'm looking forward to talking about the outcome of final on Sunday. Yeah, I wonder if Sam Kerr has recovered from her Sunday <laughs> exploits. I'm looking ahead now. I'm ready. Um, and it wouldn't be a Champions League preview pod without Mia Eriksson. Um, Zamia, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm great at the moment. Yeah, just, just had some really exciting news. Yeah, just had some good news. Why don't you share that with the listener right now? We can get the um, celebration out now. <laughs> yeah, I just got uh, my accreditation confirmed for the final on Sunday as a photographer. So I'm going to be going to Göteborg uh, this weekend to, to pho photograph the game. Yeah, that's right. Mia is one of the few people that is going to be inside the ground to um, cheer on, well, work. But she might FaceTime us and we can cheer on Chelsea as if we're there. Um, From let's picture. get into the preview then. Um, the date, Sunday 16th of May, the opposition FC Barcelona. The venue, let me know if I get this right, Mia, probably not. Gamlo Lulevi. Lulevi, that's Ulevi. correct. That was great. What about the first bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was even more correct. Oh, see, perfect. Yotabore. Yeah. That's perfect. Sweden, I know that one. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah. You move. can say you can say in i Sverige. In in what? Sorry, do that again. Sverige. That's Sweden. Sverige. Sverige. Yeah, Göteborg i Sverige. Göteborg in Sverige. That's perfect. Perfect. Call me, um, I can't remember his name now, Steve McLaren. He used to talk <laughs> in the Dutch accent when he managed in Dutchland. Um, 
let's get back to um, what we're talking about. Jane, tell us all about Barcelona's route to the final. So in the round 32, they faced PSV winning 8-2 on aggregate. In the round of 16, they faced Fortuna. I don't know if that's right. Winning 9-0 on aggregate. In the quarterfinals, they faced Manchester City winning 4-2 on aggregate. And in the semifinals, they faced PSG winning 3-2 on aggregate. Chelsea's route here to the final looked like this. In the round of 32, they faced Benfica winning 8-0 on aggregate. In the round of 16, they faced Atletico Madrid winning 3-2 on aggregate. In the quarterfinals, they faced Wolfsburg winning 5-1 on aggregate. And in the semi-finals, they faced Bayern Munich winning 5-3 on aggregate. Yeah, two um, interesting routes to the finals. Jane, you'd say probably slightly tougher route for Chelsea, given that um, they placed you know a better standard of opposition in the round of sixteen. But you know, two teams that really deserve their place in this final, isn't it? Yeah, I definitely think Chelsea had the harder teams to get through. Obviously. Uh, Barcelona could have been up against Leon if PSG hadn't have knocked them out, but they both do deserve do deserve to be there. Barcelona obviously was at the final two seasons ago, I think it was two or three seasons ago, but unfortunately they lost out to uh, Leon. So obviously they're coming back and want to win as much as we do. Yeah, and what's your sort of current thoughts and feelings ahead of you know this game? It's obviously going to be the single biggest game, you know in Chelsea's history. We've said that phrase quite a few times this season, but this is really the biggest game in their history. Yeah, I think now all the other games are out of the way. This is the biggest game yet so far. I feel nervous. I don't want to watch. Why it's an eight o'clock kickoff, I do not know because that's like past my bedtime. <laughs> I think you're going to have no trouble staying awake. Um, this one. <laughs> Mia, I saw you've got your, your camera, make sure you've got your film ready in there um, for your pictures this Sunday. Um, but I want you to help us look ahead to the opponents at uh, FC Barcelona. You know, I'm going to say I've hardly watched them. And by that, I mean I've watched 45 minutes when they played Manchester City and absolutely tore them apart. Um, are Chelsea the underdogs or should they be favourites for this game? What level are we talking about here? I, I think it's the... Champions League finals, so uh, both both teams can win. But I would say that Chelsea is the underdogs. Yes. Interesting. Let me go back to the questions I've got. There we go. Um, yeah, Barcelona. I believe they scored over a hundred goals this season. Uh, is that due to the quality they've got, or is you know the league as a whole the quality not that good? That's why they're able to score so many goals. No, it's the quality. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to say stuff people probably don't want to hear, but uh, it's been a lot of talk uh, about the league's quality and, and stuff like that uh, this season. And I think every league has a best team. Like Chelsea is the best team, obviously, in the WSL. Barcelona in the Primera Ibedrola. Uh, and it's like they are, they are a joy to watch. Uh, I don't know if you if you saw that game, but Spain played uh, the Netherlands uh, last international break. Uh, I don't think 
that the Netherlands had the ball that often. Uh, but that game was kind of like they had a lot of opportunities to score Spain, but they didn't. They, they scored from a set piece, a corner uh, and won the game a one nil. So and, you know, Barcelona is it is the Sp Spanish national national team and the midfield uh, is Barcelona's. Uh, and I, I would say that Barcelona's midfield is the best in the world right now. And on top of that, they have two great wingers in Lique Martens and uh, Caroline Graham Hansen. Uh, and, if, and if we thought that the game versus Wolfsburg down the flanks were, were a nightmare to watch, I'm pretty sure that Chelsea will have to work, work hard on the flanks for this game as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll get on to the, um, the flanks in a bit. Um, obviously, at the moment, you might be thinking that Chelsea got no chance now. Mia's really talked up Barcelona. But what we're going to do, we're going to speak about Barcelona, and then we're going to come back with, with Chelsea at the end. And we should leave the podcast thinking that it's 4-0 for Chelsea. Um, or maybe not. Mia, I know Barcelona's men's team, you know, they're renowned for tiki-taka style of football. Is that something that's mirrored for the women's team? Is that Do they keep possession? Do they keep you chasing? Is that what they do? Uh, they like to play football with the ball. Um, what, what I mean is that I think, again, it, it's a Champions League final. I'm not, I don't think it, will, it, it means that Barcelona will be like uh, outplaying Chelsea. Uh, it's not. It's not nothing like that because they had their uh, moments versus uh, Paris Saint Germain, where it could have been a totally different outcome. Because um, I think it was Katoto in PSG. She had had like, you know, like two Fran Kirby uh, opportunities to score, and she hit the post. And and I I don't remember the other opportunity. So they're vulnerable. Uh, as well, uh, I don't. If if it's something Chelsea uh, should be better uh, at, it's the centre back positions, because Barcelona will miss out on on one of their regular centre backs because she had uh, her second yellow uh, versus PSG, Andrea Pereira. That sounds more positive. Jane, does the fact that Barcelona like to have the football play into Chelsea's hands a little bit? Because we know we struggled against Bayern Munich because we were similar teams in the first leg. They let us have the ball and we didn't know what to do with it. Does the fact that they want the ball mean that we can you know, counter-attack as a method of attack you know, and tap-tap-boom, as we, um, we like to say? I think we will be able to. Where, obviously, like you said, like we played the same. Obviously, we'll be able to play, if we play in different styles, we'll be able to get the ball differently and then get the ball, tap, tap, boom, and win the final. Sounds like a game plan. <laughs> Mia, what's Barcelona's game plan going to be when they come to this game? You know, How do they set up? How do they like to attack? You know, Is it all down the wings or do they have options you know, centrally as well? Yeah, because they have uh, this good midfield, they have options. Um I think that 
it, it's kind of uh, interesting because Barcelona, um, you know, since they like to play with the ball, they're, they're not as physical uh, um, as perhaps we're, we are used to see the German teams. But it was sort of interesting because versus PSG, they were so tough in the, you know, duels. I've never seen Barcelona play, play that tough. Uh, but I think they're going to play like they, they did versus Manchester City. And they're going to try and pressure to win the ball back uh, yeah, in the middle of the field. They're not going to let Chelsea have the ball for that long. They're going to surround the ball holder and they're going to go for it. Uh, if they play like they did versus PSG, they're going to add the physicality, you know, to it. Yeah, you mentioned the game against PSG and you know, I see sort of highlights of it. Um, you know, do, do you think that means that Chelsea need to be prepared to, you know, to, to battle in midfield in case the game does go that way? Would that sort of think, you know, cough but over G sort of thinking to be prepared for that? That's a hard question because G could be a real asset in this game versus Barcelona as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, go- I'm not gonna answer that question. <laughs> I'm not think sure about for the rest of the week. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure because I think it's, yeah, it's a hard question. But, but they ver- I, I've never seen Barcelona, you know, with so many fouls. <laughs> as versus PSG and it, w- it was tough you know the feelings were all over the pitch of course it was a semi-final but you know in a way you usually don't see Barcelona play yeah uh, I, always, I always come with the tough questions so um yeah you do that <laughs> yeah here's another one you know we talked about some of Barcelona's players you know Licky Martins uh Caroline Graham Hansen uh Jennifer Hermoso you know but which battles on the pitch are, are most intriguing to you ahead of this game where the Chelsea need to win battles, basically. Neem Charles versus Carolina Graham Hansen. Is that on the right or the left? On the left. Interesting when we talk about our team selection uh, later on. Where will the where will this game be won? You know, is it the midfield? Is that going to be where this game decided, or is it going to be who's attack? fares better against the defence I, I think it would all I'm going to give you a boring answer now but it's going to come down to which one of the teams defends the best um, because the thing is I think that Chelsea is way more clinical than Barcelona uh, if, if Chelsea get get the opportunity to score they will score you can't trust that about about Barcelona but it's kind of you know nerve-wracking to watch a game like versus Wolfsburg when when the balls just keeps flying in and I think it was this yeah the first both of the goals that uh, Leaky Martens uh, scored versus PSG in the semi-final was uh, chances that Fridolina Rolfa missed uh, in the quarterfinal. Yeah, it's definitely going to be an interesting battle over the pitch. Yeah, is who's the one player then that worries you the most? Is it you? Know, is it Graham Hansen 
Is it Martin? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Caroline Gramansen. She is one of the best players in the world right now. Because she's she's like disgustingly good with the ball. And she's so fast. You can't, I mean, she, she is a joy to, to watch if you like to watch football. But not if you're supporting Chelsea in the Champions League final, I'm guessing. Um, <laughs> perhaps not. Yeah. Or perhaps we, you know. Neve Charles Masterclass. Yeah, let's um, let's talk about Chelsea then, because that's what the people came here for. They came here to talk about Chelsea. Um, Jane, this is obviously a huge game for you know pretty much all the squad a new experience. You know, but it's obviously great that we've got Penelope Harder who's been in this situation before, and it's great that the team can obviously lean on her experience. You know, ahead of this game, isn't it? Yeah, I think where she's got the experience, obviously she played in the final last year. She wants this trophy for herself as much as Chelsea won it as a club where obviously she, she, uh, Wolfsburg was beaten by Leon last year she's determined to try and get the trophy this year so I think with her experience in the squad it will sort of help them and manage to try and get that win yeah it would be really good if all the team wore pink hairbands then that could you know be the reason that we win <laughs> um, Mia I was listening to our good friends London is Blue um, their podcast, they were previewing this game with Andre from France Fight Club. They suggested a possibility of leaving Fanilla Harder on the bench in order to put an extra body in midfield, such as Cuthbert, um, and protect the wings. Yeah, but in my view, she absolutely has to start this game for Chelsea. <laughs> uh, that was an interesting take because I think, um, I think. I've been thinking about this, you know, lately. Uh, Penilla Harder was, wasn't uh, signed for Chelsea this season to win the WSL. People, people tend to forget that, I think. They already had a team to win the WSL, but they didn't have a team to, to win the Champions League. And you don't leave a player like Penilla Harder on the bench for a game like this because it's more than bodies and you know what they are referring to here uh, it's the mind the mindset yeah. and the experience and no one has that experience uh, that she has yeah that's what my thinking and that it's nice to be um to be backed up on that um jane talking of protecting the wings um we struggled in most of our Champions League games this season to um, protect the flanks. We solved that against Wolfsburg with Aaron Cuthbert coming into midfield. We found a solution against Bayern with Neve Charles playing at left back. How did how did Chelsea stop Barcelona? Basically, you know, do you do you bring Aaron in? Do you, do you leave Anderson out for Charles at left back? What do we what do we do to stop them? I think whatever we say is Emma's going to go the complete opposite, but it's it's tough. Like. What do you do? do you, like you said, do you leave Anderson out and bring Charles in? Or do you play Erin in that midfield role? I think, I have a feeling Emma will leave Anderson on the bench and start Charles at either, I don't know which wing, but one of the wings. And it's tough with Erin. You just don't know whether she is going to start her. But then if Erin is on the bench, she can sort of bring, bring her on as a substitute and Erin will be able to make a difference 
So hopefully she'll do it like that and then bring Erin into the midfield and she'll be able to sort of help out that way. Yeah, never predict Emma Hayes, even though we're going to try and do it later. Um, <laughs> continuing this theme, Mia, you know, as a fellow Swede, um, John Anderson has the third most minutes played this season of any Chelsea player behind Magda and Millie Bright. She was left out against Bayern, left out again against Reading at the weekend. You know, there's a real possibility that she could be left out for this final, isn't there? Uh, yeah, do you think that's justified? Yeah, obviously it is. Um, I mean, I totally understand uh, that. And I, I I, can see where people uh, are coming from with, uh, with those as well. But, you know, I was kind of surprised because uh, in the first leg versus Bayern Munich, uh, you could hear Emma Hayes scream on Jonna to go high, stay higher, um, which she did. Uh, and it's kind of like they took the opportunity to to use that space behind her. Um, also, Magda wasn't playing. Uh, I was talking to uh, another person about this and because she had interviewed uh, uh, Karen Carney uh, and Karen Carney had said that Magda is um, talking talking to Jonna all the time keeping her in position uh, and and that's when it started to hit me because I've heard this when I've been at uh, you know national team games when they play uh, alongside um, so yeah it's, it's a tough choice and I would be kind of devastated for Jonna if she uh, couldn't play in this game particularly because it's in Sweden as well. So, Yeah, I suppose that's something to, to you know, keep in mind as well that you know, in her home country, you know, she's played a lot of games this season and, and been fantastic. And then for a game where, as you said, her instructions were to push high, she could miss out on the biggest game of her career, basically, because of her coach's instructions. And then she's been the victim for um, poor tactical you know, approach. And she's the one that's going to take the hit for that. Personally, I would like yeah, to see I'm, her play. I'm, I'm going to say another thing that I've been thinking about as well, because um, versus Wolfsburg and Bayern Munich, the first legs Chelsea have played hasn't been that great. But the second legs uh, somehow have obviously turned things around. But this is the only chance Chelsea uh, had to beat Barcelona because it's only one game. Um, and I think you said it, uh, a tactical approach. And then you have a player like Hannah Glass that knows uh, Jonna very much. You played... Wolfsburg, you have two Swedes in Wolfsburg as well that knows Jonna very closely <laughs> too. So it could be, uh, I mean, if you, if you prefer speed uh, in fullbacks, uh, you, you will play Charles and Jonna. But that, you know, <laughs> Jess Carter have been uh, great. Uh, so it's, I think it's just about tactics and who knows what they've been training at this week. 
if they've been training. I don't know how they yeah. would have managed to yeah. for, on Monday for sure. Um, yeah. Jane, do we really need to worry though? You know, the title of the show is Destiny Awaits. We've had penalties saved and missed. We've had world-class saves from, from Berger. We've had Liverpool score a goal without even knowing what was going on. Um, it seems the stars are aligning for us. So, you know, perhaps we don't worry about Graham Hansen and the wings. We just know that we're going to win. I think I've got all faith in the team that we're going to win. Although, although I'm nervous, I feel like this is our year and it's going to happen. It may be difficult. It may go to penalties. <laughs> Who knows? But I do think we are going to win. Yeah, I think it's written in in the stars. So no matter what Barcelona try to do, there's going to be some you know big gusts of wind when they take a shot and the ball's going to blow wide. There's going to be a superhero in goal. So no matter what they try to do, they can't stop us. Me, you stole my thunder in the script now because this is where I ask you about. Chelsea being really bad in first legs and then working it out over a week, coming back in the second leg and getting it right. We don't have that opportunity now. You know, it's one game, as you said. We're going to know within sort of 15, 20 minutes whether we've got it sort of right or wrong. Emma's going to have to possibly make a change in the first half. She's going to need to be proactive rather than reactive in this game, isn't she? Yeah, when you have one chance, you you have to, uh, you know, take quick decisions and 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 you have to. I, I think also, I mean, I have faith in in the scouting and you know analysis uh, for Chelsea ahead of this game. Uh, they have, um, I mean, a lot of minutes from Barcelona to scout since they've been playing in Manchester City and PSG. Uh, I I do think that. Uh, Barcelona has been play have been playing in the final before, uh, so so they are used to the, the, this situation as well. Uh, but like I say, I, I think I think it's like this: Chelsea have the upper hand on being clinical uh, and ruthless, you know, in their chances. When Chelsea uh, get the chance to score, and they will have chances to score, they will score. Uh, Barcelona usually have many shots, uh, not always on target, uh, to score. Uh, but they were, I mean, they were like, uh, they they play uh, nothing like Chelsea does, I think. Uh, and if that's a positive thing, I don't know. Uh, I think it's like, you know, James, uh, Jane said as well that Chelsea have been lucky, very good and uh, clinical. And I think that that will be the you know recipe to win this game. I'm going to take it as a positive that Barcelona are nothing like us because I think yeah. our ruthlessness is so unique to us and try and stop hard, harder Kirby and Kerr. It's not easy. Um Jane, the midfield, I think it needs you know a bit of bite and a bit of energy. I think Ingle's going to play at the base of it. Obviously, Melly Leopold is going to play. G did fantastic against Bayern. She showed a side to her that many people thought she didn't have, where she did battle hard and she did make you know tackles and she got involved. You know, Cuthbert was excellent against Wolfsburg in the second leg. Um, 
what's what's your opinion on on the midfield? Would you go with like Liverpool's and G who have played together so much this year, or do you bring in the extra energy of Cuthbert? I've literally just written down my squad prediction, so just I can do, tell just you. Do the midfield. Yeah, I'll just say the midfield, and I've put in G, Melanie, and Soph. I feel yeah. like I feel like that's the three that have played the most this season. And at the end of the day, I feel like they'll be the strongest playing together, and we just need to put the strongest team out, and then obviously yeah. bring Erin on at some point throughout the game to sort of, I don't know what, do some sort of magic and help us. Just be a Scottish terrier. <laughs> and obviously, G is unbelievable. And, you know, she was a real game changer for Chelsea in her signing, I think, in you know, way back when. Um, so for her to miss out as well would be a huge blow. Mia, what's your thinking? Same as Jane there. Stick with you know, G, Leopold and Ingle. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. I think it's kind of obvious as well that that's that is what's gonna happen because uh, G was subbed. Uh, I, I'm not remembering remembering it wrong now because she was subbed off uh, this Sunday, right? Uh, I know she danced afterwards, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I can hardly yeah. remember. Yeah, the game. I think she was subbed off. Yeah, she was off because yeah, uh, and I think that's kind of telling like. Vanilla Harder as well off quite early. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with that. Okay, just eight more players to decide. Um, but we'll get there in the end. Um, one thing we can be certain of is that Emma will know, you know the right things to say to her players ahead of the game, you know, the way to motivate them. You know, that's one thing she's excellent at. Um, there's no question the team will be ready. Jane, will you be ready? Are you looking forward to this game or actually are you dreading it? I don't know. <laughs> in all honesty I think it's just going to be I probably won't be able to sleep like Saturday night and then I'll have got to wait like a whole a whole day to watch it like I'd rather it just be in the morning and it's out of the way and done but I think when it actually finally comes around to it I'll be excited but then there's always going to be that little bit of nerves in me like what happens if it goes wrong yeah I think the trick f- that I'm going to tell you now is it's not a maths exam. So you don't want to get it out of the way early. You want to enjoy the day, savor it. You want to watch YouTube videos, um, listen to you know different podcasts, just get all involved, get caught up, have a drink, have another drink, have one more drink, watch the match <laughs> with a drink and then celebrate. Be Sam Kerr. You know, that's um, my advice to everybody. Um <laughs> Mia, obviously you can't watch with a drink now because you're going to be, you know, photoing the game. Um, you know, as a photographer, do you be, obviously it's a big part of your life and you love it, but is there a part of you that wishes that you could just, you know, not take photos and just be able to watch the game? No, it, it's less <laughs> nervous to photograph, actually. <laughs> you don't think about it too much. And then you can watch the game, uh, you know, afterwards in, you know, like having a glass of wine and just chilling and relax and enjoy the good moments from it. <laughs> that's good. Well, we're planning to have you back with us next week because that seems to work well with Chelsea winning. So um, you'll have to just look through your photos and see what the game was like through through your camera. Um, I'm sure yeah. that'll work. We're going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to give you some photos so you can share on, on Twitter. Yeah, we can't, we um, obviously... Normally you charge 
you know, a nice little um, nice little value for these photos. But um, I'm sure we you can. can re- you can have you can on. have a couple of them. It's yeah, it's fine. I can say it now. No, we yeah. will. We don't tell my my agency. This is recorded. Let's hope they're not listening. No, no. <laughs> So we definitely can't get sued because this has been recorded. Um, that's on tape. So you know, when we get sent a letter from the Swedish courts to go and you know <laughs> copyright infringements, I'll bring the tape. It's a um, UK agency, so they're okay. close. <laughs> that's fine. Less travelling, I suppose. Um, Jane, I want to talk about Anne Catherine Berger for a second. She has made a number of you know massive saves this season. Um, including that one against Manchester City, which I think sort of won the league for us when that was saved. She's also made a couple of mistakes, but this is going to be, you know, a game where we're going to rely on her. So she's going to need to be at her very best. And we know she can reach that level. Um, obviously, she's won the Golden Glove this this weekend. She's obviously going to be you know, fired up for this. And we're hoping to see Superhero Burger this, this week, aren't we? She's just been brilliant all season. She deserved to get Golden Glove. I think without her, this season could have gone, it would have gone a completely different way. Like the save she's made against some clubs, she's saved what, four four penalties? Three, four penalties? However many penalties she saved this season. And she's just going to be as excited as anybody else. And she knows, she knows what she's got to do. And we've got all faith in her. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, she played 17 games this season. She didn't lose any of them. Um, obviously, Carly Telford was in goal for the loss against um, Brighton. Also got you know another Swede, Sakira Musevic, on, on the bench. She's played two games and won two trophies. Perhaps she needs to play, so it's three games, three trophies. That could be some thinking there, but no, actually, it's definitely going to be Berger. Um, and then me, obviously, the last thing I want to touch on is Kirby Carr and Herder harder? Because when you have those three players, you've got a good chance of winning the game. Chelsea are going to look to tap, tap, boom. We're going to need to get some T-shirts made, aren't we? Yeah, for sure. Some T-shirts, you know, you have to print like thousands of them. <laughs> I mean, you're famous yeah. in Sweden, so you have to you have to live up to the standards now. I'll get a store at a Swedish market with... Um, yeah. tap tap boom yeah. t-shirts hanging up and I have to sing songs yeah. and get um, some crowds around me sort of having you know those three players is going to give Chelsea belief and hope that you know they can you know outscore Barcelona at the very least yeah I mean uh, Barcelona ha- have uh, you know quality in the midfield and they have Lika Martins and Caroline Graham Hansen but Chelsea uh, has the better attack in total, like a unit. Uh, I think so, uh, and I'm I'm gonna stick to the fact. I think that uh, we always talk about players that score a lot of goals and and um, make a lot of assists. But if if I could have picked uh, a player of the year in Chelsea this year uh, in in the matter of fact of importance uh, for Chelsea I would say Magda um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have uh, my whole faith in her <laughs> that she will keep this uh, uh, package 
uh, of 11 players together. Yeah, she is the, the captain of the ship, steering them to European glory. Um, let's pick a team then. Now, normally when I pick the team, I pick with my team, what I want. But instead, I'm going to f- pick what Emma will do. Um, and that is 4-4-2, Berger in goal, Carter at right back, Bright and Ericsson at centre-back, Neve Charles at left-back, Ingall at the base of midfield, Leopold and G in the middle, Harder as a number 10, Kirby and Kerr up front. Um, then obviously will change during the game with, with Kirby helping protect the right-hand side, Harder protecting the whole pitch as she does. She likes to um, cover every blade of grass. I think she does um, collect points or tokens for touching every bit of the grass, but she likes to do that. Um, and then obviously you've got some fantastic players left on the bench to come on and make a difference if they need to. Um, Jane, do you see that being the team that, that Emma picks? Or do you think there could be you know Anderson back in, Cuthbert in, Bethany England in, Guru Wrighton in? <laughs> no, that was the team I wrote down. It wasn't until after I wrote it, I realised that was the team you picked. But I've not chosen where Jess and Neve are going to play because... I honestly, you could say one at left, one at right, and then Emma goes the complete opposite. I feel like they can sort of play both sides. Yeah, I think if, if Carter's playing, she's going to have to play at the right um, and, and Neve on the left. Mia, what's your... Do you think that's going to be something similar to what Emma picks? Yeah, I think so. Uh, and if it... I, I, I'm going to keep my faith in the fact that if she needs to make uh, changes in the defence... She will do that, uh, and I think, I think you are gonna see um, what you were um, saying yourself. You're gonna see a Penilla Harder working her ass off in this game, uh, and she's gonna be uh, leading the way uh, to show how it's it's done. Uh, yeah, because she, she does not want to lose this game. The last time she played Barcelona, she won. Yeah, and, and as you said, you know, this is what she was signed for, was to make the difference in European football and on this stage. And, and Chelsea are going to look to her you know, as the inspiration for, for the whole game. And you know, I've no doubt that she will carry this team um, with her work rate and her energy. And you know, she inspires others around her. She also enables... Kirby and Kerr to, to achieve the levels they've achieved this year. You know, it's no surprise that, you know, Sam Kerr's won the golden boot and, and Frank Kirby is being talked about as the Ballon d'Or winner. Now they've got Penilla Harder in their team with them. You know, uh, some people can't see that relationship between the three of them. Some people said to leave Penilla Harder on the bench. You know, it all doesn't work without Penilla Harder as that number 10, as the heartbeat. Um, and obviously with Magda as the skipper at the back. Um, I, th- I think it's it's like this. Uh, I don't get that discussion about because I, I can say uh, Penilla Harder hasn't been that good as I know she can be. She can play or uh, how she have been playing before. But again, she wasn't brought in to to win the WSL, and I think it it has been kind of tricky, you know, for Emma Hayes as well because you don't leave uh, a player like that on the bench either. Uh, even for league games. 
but I don't think Penilla Harder has been playing a lot less minutes uh, during a league season than she has ever been. Uh, and that's kind of telling. She wasn't brought in to win the league. She wasn't brought in to, to win the cup. Uh, she was brought in to make Chelsea uh, Champions League title winners. Let's hope that that pays off. We're going to need to do a prediction then. Um, I'm going to go last because I'm in charge. Um, <laughs> Jane, what what's your prediction? Lay it all out. Everyone's going to hate me. Don't say. But it's going to be. Say, can't say we're going to lose. Two, no, I'm, obviously I would not say that. Gee, it's going to end two two. Then it's going to go to extra time and end three three, and then we win on penalties five three. Will you be up for that? Because that will be yeah. late. You know. Really late. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be probably half asleep. Yeah. I just have that feeling that it's just going to go to penalties. Mia, do you see it going the whole distance? Are you going to get a, a big night out in, in Yotabori? <laughs> yeah, it always rains there, so I'm hoping it will not go <laughs> to penalties. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it like this. I think Chelsea will, will win 1-0 or lose... Five nil. That's um, a big, big this or that. Um, one nil win or five nil defeat. Yeah, it's it's a final. So yeah, I'm I'm veering towards one one full time, but Chelsea to win in extra time. No penalties. Can't deal with penalties. But you know, as they did against Bayern, you know, they won four one, but that took until literally the 85th minute and if it goes to penalties time. though we've got Berger in goal who's queen of saving penalties so it's alright she could be be the hero on the night I don't care who the hero is as long as they play for Chelsea <laughs> as long as we win <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly um, let us know your predictions your teams you know if you're watching the listening to the podcast you know tweet us um, your predictions if you're watching on YouTube comment your predictions um, we'll forget all about our predictions by the time the match comes so you'll have to tell us if we're right or wrong um, I think one of us got the prediction right for Sunday's game that was definitely me it was no it was either me or Dane I can't remember I think it was Dane because Dane said 5-0 and then I was like oh I was going to say that but it wasn't you unfortunately it was either me or Dane I don't think it's ever me really to be fair but you know, I'm not. Maybe, maybe maybe this week we've still got two games left. So yeah, the random. Let's talk about the random FA Cup game on the 20th or the 18th, whenever it is. Two days the after the Champions League final. Yeah. Okay. Hey, now play Everton in the FA Cup. Um, <laughs> you know, if you're going to want to win the quadruple, Jane, you know, that's still a big game for us. And then such a short time after. Such a huge game. It's going to be difficult, isn't it? Because Everton, of course, knocked us out of last season's competition this year. Could yeah. they knock us out of this year's competition this year as well? It's gonna, it's gonna be tough. And I have a feeling Emma might have forgotten about the game because in her interview on Sunday, she said how after Sweden they're all going to jet off to their holidays. And I was thinking, Emma, you've still got one more game to play. We need a team. So I'm hoping she's not forgotten. But 
you just don't know with Everton. Obviously, they knocked us out of the FA Cup last season, and then it's been tough to play against them this season. So hopefully, we're not going to be too tired and too partied out to be able to play the game on the Thursday. And hopefully, we're going to be able to be there. Yeah, well, well, obviously, Emma didn't know what the full-time score was against Bayern Munich. She didn't know how long until the Champions League <laughs> final after Sunday. You know, I think that's what the backroom staff are there for, you know, to, to remind her where to be, what games we've got to play. Um, <laughs> I suppose, Mir, it's lucky that, you know, there's players like, you know, we've not mentioned Guru Wrighton being in this game. We've not mentioned Bethany England being in this game. There's a lot of, you know, very good players that are going to be able to come in against Everton, you know, and, and keep the quadruple hopefully going. Yeah, I think so too. And I, I'm just going to say this because I really hope you guys can go to that game. Uh, and I, I think that kind of will top the season, you know, to get to celebrate uh, the WSL title and hopefully the Champions League title. Um, I think it's going to be a tough game because Everton will be um, well rested. <laughs> but that that's like, you know, I... I interviewed Fridolina Rolfa last uh, summer when uh, the Frauen Bundesliga was, uh, you know, playing and then uh, all the other leagues were um, cancelled or stopped. Then we talked about this, you know, if it was a bad thing or a good thing uh, to play a lot of games. Uh, and then she said, you know, like very, she was very diplomatic and she said, well, we're going to have to see after because it can be a, a positive thing to to uh, have played many games and be uh, into it rather than uh, having a rest. So they can rest after, you know, like a week, is it? Because then it's international break. <laughs> yeah, I've, my only prediction for the Everton game is that Sam Kerr will still be drunk and she will definitely won't be playing. <laughs> um, she'll be in the stands in Kings Meadow, you know, with the, um, with the supporters group probably. Um, Still totally out of it. Um, so unfortunately, you know that's that's it for this week. That's it for the preview. You know, there's you know no more went to Mo Kings Meadow and, until after the Champions League final. Um, hopefully, we'll be back to discuss that next week, celebrating you know the team winning the competition for the first time. Um, they probably won't be listening, but if any Chelsea player, coach, or maybe even a manager, you know, has put the podcast on during the flight, maybe to Yotamori. There you go again. Um, we wish you all the success in the world, you know, even though we, you know the fans are not in the stadium, you know, we're, we're with you all the way. Um, and we look forward to, you know, to being back at Kings Meadow and hopefully partying with, you know, not just the Conti Cup and the WSL, but also with the, with the Champions League. Um, Jane, always a pleasure. Um, try and enjoy the game, you know, live in the moment. You know, Champions League finals don't come along very often. So you've got to enjoy it while you can. Yeah, no, I'm going to enjoy it. I wished I was out there and Mia have the best time. Although yeah. you're taking photos, try and enjoy yourself. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I will try. It it usually stresses me out, you know, because they have to send pictures <laughs> live during the game to, to my agency as well. But yeah, uh, I will try and remember what happens. <laughs> yeah, and... One more, just to throw another job there, Mia. You know, any of the players walk past, you know, a quick, oh, my name's Magda Eriksson. You're listening to Went to Mo Kings Meadow. You know, just voice note that to me. Um, <laughs> yeah. That will come in handy for future episodes. 
Um, but yeah, yeah, thank you for, for giving up your time. You know, enjoy Sunday. I'm sure you'll do a fantastic job photographing the game. And as you do a fantastic job you know, on the podcast, everyone always says you know, how great you are afterwards. So yeah, <laughs> we appreciate you coming on. Thank you. I appreciate that back. Yeah. Remember to follow us all on Twitter. You can follow the show at Mo Kings Meadow, me at Dean Mears, Jane at Jane Chapel X, and Mia at Mia underscore Erickson. You can also find us on Instagram at Went to Mo Kings Meadow. Uh, don't forget you can email the show via went to went to Mo Kings Meadow at gmail.com. You can get your points and your opinions heard and we will read them on the show when we get them. Uh, another shout out for our YouTube channel. Make sure you hit subscribe. We're very close to 100 subscribers. We need to get a thousand to start making some money on some adverts. So make, you know, maybe one, two, three accounts and subscribe. Um, let's get that watch time up. And, you know, our Patreon, you know, we've had a few subscribers to Patreon. It's going to be really helpful to us, you know, in the future to continue this with your support. So yeah, www.patreon.com forward slash went smoking's meadow. That's it. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Until next time, Chelsea fans from Kings Meadow to Yotabori, keep the blue flag flying high. <laughs> <laughs>